Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Studs, let's go. Lawrence Holmes, noon to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Previously on The Lawrence Holmes Show. So I, I said earlier that there's something about this Bulls team that does remind me a little bit of the 2021 White Sox. And what it is, is this. There were moments throughout the season where if you were just going to talk about an individual game of what the White Sox did in 2021, where they had a, you know, it was a bad game against Toronto defensively or Yasmani Grandal had a whole bunch of catcher's interference calls or they weren't doing a good job of picking up the ball or having really good at bats. On a day-in or night-in and night-out basis, that can be dismissed away as small sample size. Then when we get to the end of the season and White Sox fans go, you know, I'm not comfortable with this team's defense and their approach at the plate. And then you see a team that exploits it in the playoffs the way that the Astros did. The Bulls remind me of that. There's a larger sample size. Like we can look at the Bulls versus the top four teams on each side of, of the NBA and go their record against them is 2-20. and 20. Therefore, if they match up against a top four team, In the Eastern Conference in the first round of the playoffs, which they will, we shouldn't be surprised when they lose via gentleman sweep or they just get swept. Make me a bicycle, clown! And they drew the worst straw. Milwaukee coming up this weekend, but for now, base drop! My name is Lawrence Holmes, and I'm here with you until 2 o'clock. On the show today, we will start our weekly conversations with James Fegan. He of The Athletic. He covers the White Sox. We will get an update from him on Pollock and Giolito and anyone else that may have come out injured from the series that the White Sox had in Detroit. A successful series for the White Sox, even if opening day felt kind of and familiar. Very successful weekend for the White Sox. I will discuss why coming up momentarily. 
Very successful weekend for the Cubs. The Cubs, who may have surprised some people with one series of games, but it was against the Brewers. I, I was really hoping they'd get the sweep because you could see how angry the Cubs are about continuing to get hit by the Brewers. Like, they don't like that. So I'm, I, I would have loved to have seen them be able to sweep. But there were some good things that came out of the weekend with the Cubs. You had Kyle Hendricks pitch really well. You had Marcus Stroman pitch really well. And Justin Steele. They had a good weekend of starting pitching. So now we see where they go from here. But it's nice to have that. It's nice. It was a nice weekend to have all of those things. And you never go broke taking a profit. Taking two out of three from, from teams, that's that's the way that you want to look. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to talk about both baseball teams. There's a subject inside of baseball that I think we can discuss a little bit more thoroughly as well. And it has to do with injuries. But we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about that. We'll, we'll get you caught up on what happened with the Cubs and the White Sox yesterday. There is Bulls stuff that I'm going to put into today's show, so stick around. I'm Lawrence. You're listening to The Score. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
It's time for the Cubs Minute. Chicago Cubs baseball is on the air. Fly the W! Wrigleyville fans are awesome. Great food. It's, you know, it's tough to beat. Cubbies. The Cubs Minute on the Lawrence Holmes Show. Swung on and hit in the air. Deep to left field. There it goes. Gone. Seiya Suzuki with his first major league home run. A three-run job into the left center field bleachers. Chavez deals. This is hit in the air. Deep right field going back Suzuki's at the track. Looks up. This is gone. Rowdy Telez puts Milwaukee ahead. A two-run home run. Brewers four, Cubs three here in the sixth. That gets by the catcher, Narvaez. Tie ball game as Frazier scores. 4-4. Brasso swings and hits one in the air. Deep left center field, and this one is in the bleachers for a home run. The payoff pitch. Swing and a miss, strike three. Ball game over. For the first time this season, the Cubs lose. Highlights courtesy of the score. Our buddy Zach Zabeman on the call on the radio side because Pat Hughes was on the call on the television side. Seiya Suzuki, I don't know if Zach's like paying him, but Zach is now called Seiya Suzuki's first hit and his first home run. So, you know, when you're making that, that big Zach Zabeman money, he might need to break Seiya off a couple dollars. Be like, thanks, man. This some resume real type stuff we got going on here. The Cubs lose yesterday, but there was some good stuff that happened inside of the game. You heard one of those things with Seiya Suzuki hitting the home run. Evan Altman wrote on Cubs Insider this morning a piece about Suzuki and his plate discipline. And if there's one thing that you can learn over this weekend series about the new right fielder for the Cubs is that he is going to watch and learn. I always like when you hear stuff from people and then I can kind of file it and say, oh, yeah, all right, I'll watch to see if that's the thing that happens. When I went down to Sloan a couple weeks ago, I I went specifically to see Seiya Suzuki. And I'm watching his first two at-bats. They were ugly at-bats for him. He strikes out. I talked with some Cubs people while I was there about Suzuki. And what they said is that he wants to be great. He wants to learn. And then I was watching the at-bats for him the rest of, of spring training. With that in mind, would we see from at bat to at bat Suzuki get better and be more disciplined at the plate? And then this weekend, you saw it. You got an opportunity to see that guy take a lot of pitches, to swing mostly at strikes, and you saw him hit the ball. With authority! You were able to see it. So I think that that's really good. Marcus Stroman pitched in yesterday's game. He was fantastic. Every, Every team right now, Asking guys to go deep in games, it's probably not going to be a thing until maybe that third start, unless the guy is really, like, humming. But even, like, Noah Syndergaard, you know, I think Joe got him out of there after five, and he was mowing people down. Marcus Stroman, five innings, two hits, one earned run, three walks, three three strikeouts. 
and an amazing defensive play. It's the other thing that you get with Strowman. You get a guy who knows how to field his position and can do it athletically. So that's good. Like there, there was, I think there was a ton of good that came out of the Cubs weekend. You win two or three. You went up against three guys starting pitching wise that are pretty solid with the Brewers, and you were able to scratch runs against them, and you were able to do good things against them. So now you can take a breath and you can go, okay. Whew. My opening day weekend was not ruined as a fan of the Cubs. There were things that were encouraging about it. So much so, our friend Cody Decker, that you can hear on the Down the Line show when he's hosting it, he's one of our, our score baseball analysts, told Dan this about the Cubs earlier today. I think this is actually a decent baseball team. I think the pitching has a little... Uh, a little growth that they can definitely use. But as, as of right now, this is a team that will compete in the NL Central. Will they win the NL Central? It's not likely. The Brewers are a better team. Um, but it doesn't mean they can't compete. And quite frankly, remember last year, we weren't expecting the Cubs to compete in any way, shape, or form. And when it came close to the All-Star break, this was a team only a few games out of first place. So it's not out of the realm of possibility. Schwindel is a good ball player, and I'm glad he's getting his opportunity. Pat, uh, Patrick Wisdom is a good ball player getting an opportunity. Seiya Suzuki is a front runner for the going to be the rookie of the year this year, most likely in the National League. And you know everyone else in between are just good gamers and ball players. I, I think this is a team that's better than we've been giving them credit for for months. Yes, but only if they get pitching performances like they got this weekend from their starters. I agree a lot with what Deck had to say. But Kyle Hendricks and Marcus Stroman have to be two of the better pitchers in the National League, period. If this Cubs team is going to find itself in a position to compete. And maybe there's some confidence that is gained throughout a season if you get those things. But make no mistake, that has to be part of the formula if these guys are going to be a contender in a division that I think can be had. Like My, my feelings on the National League Central – if you stick with this show every day, and if not, if you just joined us, welcome. We appreciate you. You should also watch the show on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Chicago 670 The Score. My feeling has been you're in a division with two teams that don't try. Right off the jump, you know Cincinnati and, and Pittsburgh aren't trying. Win your games against Milwaukee and St. Louis, and you've got a chance. And the Cubs started off on a really good note. Studs, let's flip it over to the south side. It's time for the White Sox Minute. Tim crushes this ball. He throws the bat. The ball goes flying. It is gone. We're going to be south side regardless. South slider. Hi, Go Sox, babe. The White Sox Minute on the Lawrence Holmes Show. For his career leading off a game as the first batter of, of a game, He's hitting 331 with an 886 OPS, and Tim Anderson is back in a big way. It is a leadoff double. Man, I waited two days to swing at the first pitch. Uh, you know, but no, he gave me something good to handle, and uh, you know, I didn't miss it. Jose rips his ball into right field of the warning track. It goes, and a jumping play by Grossman. He could not pull it in. Here comes Robert around third, and Luis is safe. 
majestic fly ball deep left field. Meadows back at the wall, and Meadows reaches up, and he cannot make the catch. It's a home run for Andrew Vaughn. Into center, Andrew Vaughn. That's a base hit. He just had a three-run homer. Now he's got an RBI single. Double figures for the Sox on getaway day, 10 to 1. Highlights courtesy of NBC Sports Chicago. Jason Benetti and Steve Stone on the call. The White Sox win 10 to 1. They win the series against the Tigers two games out of three. Tim Anderson, man, he he makes just such a difference in a lot of different ways, but just having him back at the top of the lineup and the length that your lineup can have, even with some injuries, is is significant when T.A. is at the top of the order. He went three for five yesterday. Luis Robert went one for five yesterday. Jose Abreu, two for four yesterday with two RBIs. Eloy with two RBIs and Vaughn with four RBIs. The other thing that happened inside of the White Sox game that was worth note was the starting pitcher. This was the first time that we're seeing Michael Kopech as part of the rotation. Is not uh, uh, an emergency starter or a guy that you're putting in because you're playing a doubleheader. Like he's part of the rotation now. He's going to have to be an important part of the White Sox rotation. His line, four innings, two hits, one earned run, two walks, three strikeouts. I thought that he didn't have command of his slider early and then found it. He went too deep into counts. He could have thrown, you know, they he threw 69 pitches in the game, and there was talk it would be like around 75 was the number that you were looking at. Had he not gone as deep into counts as he did throughout that game, he would have put himself in a position to qualify for a win. I know wins don't matter to us necessarily, but they do to the people that are inside of the game. I thought the fastball looked fine. It's the third pitch, the tertiary pitch. You go fastball, slider, what else are you going to add? I think, and it'll it'll be something that I discuss with Steve Stone the next time that I talk with him, I think the change would probably be the best pitch for him to add. But I'll ask Stoney if he thinks that that makes sense to to start going with uh, a a change for Michael Kopech. That Detroit team is plucky. And you know I felt that way since last year. Like that, that That team is problematic. They can also be problematic to themselves. If I were A.J. Hinch, and I think A.J. Hinch is one of the best managers in the game, I would experiment with Baez further down in the lineup. And I know that makes me a lineupista, but I would experiment with it. That team's interesting, though. Like They're a team that you keep an eye on for the rest of the season, and I do like their ballpark. But it was a good weekend for the White Sox, even after Friday afternoon's kind of weird game where they end up with two bad things happening, them losing the game and Lucas Giolito getting hurt. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about injuries. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a break. And I want to – I found out on Twitter – that there were a lot of people that didn't understand that there was a very significant part of the lockout 
that I think will have an impact on the way the rest of the season goes. I will discuss that. We'll let you hear from Steve Stone, too. Don't go anywhere. My name is Lawrence Holmes. You're listening to The Score. Tony, do you know enough about what Lucas was feeling to, to have a, a level of concern on it? Well, I'm concerned because of knowing him, he wasn't going to come out. You know, let's you know, drag him out of there. So I'm concerned because he felt something, and he was smart to, uh, to not go back out there because who knows what else is going to happen. So it's really, uh, we got a lot riding on him getting checked and seeing what it is. White Sox manager Tony La Russa talking about Lucas Giolito leaving the game on opening day after four innings and 61 pitches. And while most of the pitchers in MLB are still ramping themselves up, remember that Lucas had thrown 91 pitches in the game previous, the last start for him in in Arizona. So him leaving when he was pretty dominant in the game against Detroit was a little bit surprising. Then we found out that Giolito had a lower abdominal injury and is going to miss, it sounds like, the next three turns. They have not put him on IL yet, but I imagine that will happen a little bit later on today, retroactive to his last start, so they can have an extra arm up there with the rest of the team. Steve Stone talked about Injuries, And he talked about the ramp up and he said something similar to this on my show last week. I mean, we put it on social and everything, but this was him during the game before we knew what was wrong with Lucas Giolito. Take a listen. How long do you think it takes for pitchers to build to going six, possibly seven innings? Well, here's an interesting thing about what's going to happen to all the pitchers in baseball. Normally in a six week spring training, which is the time that a normal spring training is, you get to go through that tired arm or dead arm period. You get to go through it in spring training. Then you battle your way back and you start the season strong. This year, with a three and a half week spring training, that dead arm period is going to come to a lot of starting pitchers in the regular season. It's going to be the first couple of starts. They might start the season with all the adrenaline, with the arm feeling pretty good, but somewhere in the first three starts, they're going to start to enter that dead arm period. The problem is you're not going to be able to relax like you would in spring training. So we're just seeing, in my estimation, the tip of the iceberg as far as injuries are concerned. And I think it's going to be a product of an accelerated spring training. If it was ideal to have a a three-and-a-half-week spring training, then every year, every non-strike or non-lockout year, you would have a a three-and-a-half-week spring training. But they don't. They have a six-week spring training, and they don't have it for the hitters. They have it for the pitchers. And hopefully we'll hold our breath and hope that all of our mainstays stay entirely healthy. That would be good for the White Sox if they they were. And that's highlight is courtesy of NBC Sports Chicago. There's a couple other elements to this. One of them is Lucas changed his body in the offseason. And I don't know, I'm I don't know if that played a role in why he's injured, but I will tell you, having talked to some people around the game, and I is another thing that I'll bring up with Stoney when I get the opportunity. There are some people who feel that over the last decade, one of the things that's changed about the game is that we're seeing 
a, a big emphasis on lifting. They were seeing guys get yoked and get bigger and stronger and that it might put them in a worse spot when it comes to being bendier and stretchier and that there might be a reckoning over the the next five years in baseball where weight training will be de-emphasized and we will see stretching, running, yoga, be added into more of the strength and conditioning plans of a lot of teams around the game. The A.J. Pollock thing, he gets hurt and he pulls a hamstring. With Pollock, this is his history. And I I made mention of it when it happened. He's brilliant when he's healthy. The problem is he's only healthy about half the time. And so it stinks to lose both of those guys. Stoney was on with Mully and Haw this morning, and he was talking about injuries around Major League Baseball and what he thinks of how all of this is going to play out. But you're seeing early season for a lot of teams not knowing exactly where they're at at this point. And I say that because if guys can't go deep into games, a a three-and-a-half-week spring training is not enough to get arms ready to go. You're going to see more pitching injuries than you've seen already. But a testament to the fact that teams are just feeling their way. Some teams, there's a couple of teams have played four games. Most of the teams have played three games. There's only one undefeated team in all of baseball. Right, right. Out of 30 teams, only Tampa Bay has yet to lose. And this is really early in, in the season. So, again, teams are just trying to see who's who's ready to go. Uh, what can they give you? Great to talk to you, Stoney. I-, I wanted to get your uh, opinion on the Lucas Giolito injury. You mentioned that. That was tough to see because he was pitching so well. Certainly, it could be because of the ramp up. I wondered if, you know, obviously, we his weight gain is obvious. He's added 20 pounds of muscle. He has a left abdominal strain, it appears. Do you connect the two? Is one related to the other, or is this just part of the the, the types of injuries we're going to see throughout baseball because of the shortened spring training? Well, a couple of things, David. I mean, that's an all-encompassing question. Number one, uh, I'm not a doctor, nor do I play one on television. I have no idea what the root cause of that particular problem is. could very well be that if he had lost 20 pounds, he'd have still had that injury. So nobody's going to really know because um, it doesn't light up and say, boom, this is why this happened. We just know that it did happen, and hopefully it's only going to be a couple of starts because uh, quite obviously the starting rotation gets thin. The other thing that you need to keep in mind, and this, when I told people this on Saturday, when I was talking, we were having good conversation about the White Sox on Saturday. There were people who didn't know this. A byproduct of the lockout was that players were not allowed to talk with team employees, meaning training staffs, doctors. That was a rule that was in place. So a lot of these training staffs are playing catch-up. And there's the other part of it is not just seeing the trainer. It's the monitoring aspect. Let's say that I'm a player. I'm not a player. I just crush a lot. Let's say that I'm a player. And at the end of the year, I talked with the training staff of the Cubs and I said, look, this is what I want to do in the offseason. This is where I think I can get better. I'm like, okay, we're going to put you on this plan 
to help you reach your goals. Cool. The lockout then happens. I've got the plan. I've got the plan, but I don't have access to them. And I'm working hard because I want to be in shape when the season starts. But I felt a little twinge. And I'm like, ah, you know, I'll just work through it because I'm a player and that's what we do. I'll just work through it. If I had contact with the team trainer or the team doctor, when I have that twinge, I could contact them and say, what do you think I should do? You should not do anything for a week. We want you to do ice and elevation and everything else. That lack of a baseline for where your players are at physically is significant. And I think that you're going to see more of this for because the last three years have been beyond weird. You had a season start in July and then a quick turnaround the next year. And now you have a lockout where there's no contact between players and staff. All of it is going to play a role. And whoever survives it the best is going to have the best chance to win. I'm going to talk with James Feagan about this and where the White Sox are after a really successful weekend for them in Detroit. He joins me to discuss White Sox baseball next here on The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 